0: Hi. Hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. Welcome back to Iced Coffee and Margaritas with with your two
1: lovely hosts,
0: (laughs) Charlotte and Lydia. I'm Lydia. I'm Charlotte. Hi. Oh my God. Chicken is already on her bullshit right now. Can you hear her? No, I can't. So that, that might be a good thing. Okay. That's good because she's barking. I don't know. I don't know why she's barking. So, I apologize if anybody can hear her in the background. Oh my god! How was your week? Like just now, or my week off? Both. My week off was definitely not long enough. I needed, I needed more weeks. Yeah, they're never long enough. <laughs> I Need more weeks for sure. And um, this week thus far. Um, it's been quite stressful, but like it's stressful, but I have like my shit together. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Like I have everything that I need to do. Like I have it all organized and stuff, but it's still very stressful because it's just a lot. And I mean, it's fine. That's kind of like what comes with the territory of being an adult and having like a big girl job. Um, if yeah. you can hear the other barking, it's not chicken. That is my. I, I can't hear anything. I think we're okay. Okay. Because that's my upstairs neighbors. Mm, a saga be, for another day. That can be another episode. <laughs> <laughs> a saga because for another day. They're, they're a bit much. Um, they're something else. This is my wine. And I thought that this was green wine, but it's not. It's just white wine. And now I'm really upset because I thought this whole time that it was in my cantina that it was green wine.
1: So for those of you listening that you can't watch, Lydia was very excited about green wine that she's been telling me about. She struggled to get the cork out. It was a it was a process. We got here, and now she's showing me a bottle
0: of white wine. <laughs> now I'm, I'm not peeing. I'm that's pouring. that's where we're at. She's pouring her glass of wine. That's what I need after. After this, you know, week at work so far, it's only Tuesday. Oh, don't <laughs> remind me. By the time I put this up, it'll probably be like Wednesday, Thursday.
1: <laughs> That's okay.
0: Um, but- but yeah. How are you? How was your week? Or how was your week thus far? So far it was, it's,
1: it's going all right. You know, I did have, um, I did have pizza for dinner, so I can't really complain oh, I'm about jealous. That. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Had a little dipping sauce with it, too. Um, oh, I got shit. back into the gym today. So that was great. Really? I had a week off from the gym just because of my knee and, you mm-hmm. know, literally waddling around like a penguin. <laughs> um, like, not even kidding. Even at the gym today, I was like kind of waddling. And like some of the, the regulars were just okay. kind of like looking at me. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, like, I'll fight you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, bitch.
1: But um the delicious man that I have been staring at for quite a while did make conversation with me today. So we are we're ah. slowly progressing. The wedding is probably gonna be at the end of 2022 by the sounds of it. Um do you know what his name is? No, I still don't know what his name is. Oh my
0: god, Charlotte. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out his name for like a month. Okay, so do you know what I do if I what? don't remember somebody's name? Or in this case, if you don't know it, I'm always like, I'm sorry. Um How do you spell your name again? I just want to make sure that it's correct in my phone. I do that all the
1: time when people give me their name and number because I never retain mm -hmm. their name.
0: Mm -hmm. And And then it's like, my name's Max, M-A-X. Yeah, I know that like when it's something like, oh, my name is Dave. It's like, why did you have to have the most generic fucking name in the world?
1: Is that with a V or a U?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly it. Oh my um, God.
1: I don't know if you'll be proud of me or, or disappointed in me. Um, mm-hmm. So at the gym, I talked to the guy at the front desk. He's awkwardly asked me out a couple times and I keep saying no. Right. Um, and so he just looked miserable these last couple. Well, no, I didn't see him last week, but even my gym partner said like he looks miserable. And I know his dad was really sick. And oh, so no. when I was kind of going out the door, I was like, hey, like, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm OK. And and whatnot. And, and I told him he has a good resting bitch face, except he just mm-hmm. looks like, very grumpy. And um I was like yeah like how's your family he's like oh they're okay I was like did your dad pass he's like and then his eyes just filled with tears he's like yeah he did I was like I'm so sorry I was like do you want a hug blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. but then he kind of got all like so he like wears his insecurities on his face like that's Mm -hmm. why I'm not going out with him and (laughs) he was just like no like I'm a man I can't I can't be like doing this I can't be vulnerable and I was like ew save it for someone who gives that kind of a shit because I don't like, yeah. I'd rather you ball your eyes out in front of me than try to be all fake yeah. masculine.
0: What a man with emotion. Mm.
1: Yeah. And, like, he's part Spanish and Italian, like.
0: Okay. So that's and, why.
1: Yeah. And I was like, what? Anyways. So then we're, like, chit-chatting about it. Mm-hmm. And I told him, you know, my, my dad has passed. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was telling him about it or uh, how he's going to get to the point where I was like, grief's not linear. Well, blah, blah, blah. he didn't even understand what that meant. So I had a, very, of lot, of, a lot of explaining to do, which is fine. Yeah and um, he was receptive it was good and so I said you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna tell people that your dad's dead and you're gonna laugh about it and that's gonna be totally normal and he like looked at me and I was like I promise you it's normal he's not ready and then then I plugged our podcast you can let
0: us listen to us talk talk about our dead dads
1: I just said like it's a really good it's a really good podcast like you should you should listen to it it might it might help with your grief process (laughs) you know what though like so um it's true. front desk guy, if you're listening, what's up?
0: <laughs> Hi, Front Desk Guy. Um I'm now sorry. You know I won't go out with you. I'm sorry that our South American and European cultures have made you feel as though you have to be machismo, ma- yeah. macho in English. Yeah. So there's that.
1: All right. Well, speaking of other countries, today mm-hmm. we're talking about traveling.
0: Yes. And good the good segue.
1: segue. The good, the bad, the funny. And so I'm going to start us off with a funny story yes, about I can't how wait. I got more or less introduced to traveling. Mm-hmm. So my family has family in Europe and then my other side of the family is all in Canada. So right. I traveled like to Europe at a young age. Don't remember it, but there's pictures. So I was obviously there. Mm-hmm. And so for my 16th birthday, i really wanted to go traveling mm-hmm. and i wanted to go somewhere warm this would have been my my like first big girl trip and like going with the family and like i could bring a friend and it was great and i remember i've like this is when you got like one of those books and you flip through the pages of everywhere in the caribbean you could possibly go all the hotels et cetera, etc oh et cetera. yeah 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 like booking online was foreign back then mm-hmm. and um and so whatever we're flipping through and I've, I've picked out some locations that I want to go. My dad was like, you know, pick a price. Like this is the price range. Don't go above it. Right. Like, okay. And so I flip through. And so I pick a lot of places and he's like, you know, we can't go to any of those places. And I was like, why can't we go to any of those places? He's like, well, I won't be allowed to be let into the country. No, and I was
0: like,
1: I'm sorry. What is happening? <laughs> and um, he's just like, we can go to Cuba. And we can go to Cuba and that's it. I was like, why? He's like, because they still have an embargo against the states. And I was like, hold the phone. We just learned about this in school. I need you O-M-F-G. to explain something to me. G. So when he was in university, he was at, I think he was at U of T at the time. Anyways, they came down to the states on uh, a hockey tournament. So they're on the bus, etc. All of them brought drugs. Oh my God. Mind you, this is like what, the 80s? Yeah. No, this had to be the 70s. I don't even know how old my dad is so whatever a very prominent drug era and they all got caught at the border so they all got arrested they all had it put on their record no my dad never got it expunged (laughs) so here I am at like 16 being like let's go to Costa Rica he's like let's not
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: Oh, that's mm-hmm. how I learned. And then my dad um got it expunged like a year afterwards. Like he was like, "Okay, if we ever go traveling again, like I can't have this on my record." Like if he's like, "My daughter clearly likes to travel. I need to fix this. I need to figure it out." Because he t- and the best part is he told my mom that he uh-huh. got it expunged the year I was born.
0: Oh my god! Obviously dad. not Steven <laughs> Literally, what are you thinking? But yeah,
1: but oh we did gosh. go to Cuba. We had a great time. <laughs> um, I got that's absolutely good. obliterated. I went yeah. with one of my girlfriends um, and we we stopped being friends shortly after that because you know how sometimes when you're in the shower and you got like, you got hair, like strands of hair, you know, when you peel them out of your ass. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Like it happens. I get it. Except she left it's them on no- the shower wall. So
0: is that like, uh, obviously that's a deal breaker for you. I do it all the time.
1: I do it and- all the time in my own place, in my own sanctuary. Oh yeah. I'm I would
0: never sanctuary. do it with like someone else.
1: Yeah, exactly. Except for like, D.
0: He sees it and he's like, how do you still have hair on your head? I'm like, I know. It's just it they keep so growing. much hair.
1: But yeah, so that was just like a deal. After that, I was like, ew, I can't, ew, <laughs> you ew, why? And it, and it wasn't like a strand or two, which I can get, mm-hmm. like it happens, like occasionally you miss it when you're clearing mm-hmm. it up. Um, It was her whole head of hair was on the fucking wall.
0: You know what though? At least it wasn't pubes.
1: <laughs> do we even have pubes at that age? Um, I did I
0: hit puberty at like nine years
1: old yeah like I got my period then but whether I don't think
0: hair grew on my crotch then oh for sure yeah me
1: oh well she was a brunette so maybe I always
0: I always joke so like my mom she's South American my mom's Brazilian my dad is like Scottish and English total caker and so I always say I have my mom's mustache and my dad's legs (laughs) Oh my God. that's So like, yes, I was born hairy. Like there's a reason my people created the Brazilian wax. I actually don't know the history of it. So if I'm wrong, don't at me, but Oh, um, before we like really get into like all of our stories, I just want to take a second, um, and announce that we finally got on the Twitter bandwagon. We're about 10 years late. Um, maybe 11 maybe yeah i think you're right i don't even know what my twitter handle is um I,
1: think, I don't know i think mine's at char char's web xoxo either way it's at the bottom of our of the podcast yeah read the little explanation lydia's been great at putting it in please follow yeah. us i have one follower and it's lydia i have i have, I have four now what
0: <laughs> <have> four followers <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. So Charlotte's Twitter handle is SharswebXLXL. And mine is Hey Lydia, which it's Lydia with three A's. So Hey at Hey Lydia and Charlotte is at SharswebXLXL. Gossip girl. It's not gossip girl, but I I needed to add that because it just, it was appropriate. Um, but yeah, follow us. You'll get like all of the updates and you'll get our inner thoughts. And like, you can see what I'm obsessed with by what I follow. (laughs) Our inner (laughs) thoughts are a little dicey. So uh, they're a little dicey, uh, be mindful. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, but yeah, we're talking about traveling and man, I have some stories. They're not like awesome.
1: But- oh, it was really funny because I was thinking today, because I was like, okay, we're talking about traveling, like, mm-hmm. I should probably think of, like, some really intense traveling stories, but, like, I don't have any intense traveling story. Like, I've... I mean, that's good, though. Like, I have some, like, okay, so I think mostly about Europe because I spent a little bit of... Da- I dabbled a little right. bit in Europe. So mm-hmm. all of my Europe stories are more or less good, except for, you know, the days I panicked and missed a train, but, like, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Um, I have some, like, interesting stories with friends who I've
0: traveled with and... Those are the good ones. I think that's what we need to dive into. We will. Sounds um, good. But uh, I'll go. I'll start. So what do you want me to start with? Like something that's like, you know, a little crazy or like something no. that's really effing crazy?
1: Aggressively crazy at all times,
0: please. Uh, okay. Aggressively crazy? Yep. Okay. So... As I said, like my boyfriend, uh, he's from Portugal. He grew up in Lisbon, moved to Canada when he was 19, you know, that not everybody else does though. (laughs) Um, so we went and visited family two years ago and obviously we haven't been able to go back because of COVID. Um, but yeah, went to Portugal in 2019. We had the best time ever. If anybody has the opportunity to go to Portugal, 100%, you need to go. Like it is probably one of my favorite, favorite places on earth. Um, like one of my favorite places that we went was called Alto, which is, it's basically (laughs) like one big street filled with bars. Oh, it's like, like, I don't want to say hundreds cause it's probably not hundreds, but it feels like hundreds and oh, you just like walk really in and fun. out, in and out, in and out, in and out. You go wherever. And like people are in the streets, they're offering shots. And like, it was the best time I wanted to be there every single day. I couldn't do it because you know, it's a lot after you're like 23. <laughs> um, But But um, it was so much fun. I highly recommend it. If anybody goes to Portugal, they need to go to Bajo Alto. Anyway, so this story does not take place there, but we went out one night. (laughs) I just needed to plug Bajo Alto for everybody that might want to go to Portugal. So um, we went out to this club. It was I don't know. I think it was like near the beach or something. I can't remember. I drank so much. I'm not a huge drinker anymore as I, I'm sitting here drinking a glass of wine. Um, but you know, when you're on vacation, you like to enjoy yourself. Of course. Right. So we went to this club. I had the best time of my life. It was so much fun. And once we get out, we're waiting for a cab. We've called a cab. We're waiting. And I hear yelling like off in the distance and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it's a guy and a girl. So I begin to like, listen intently, right? Because a guy and girl fighting, they're screaming and they were speaking French. And I'm, so I start watching them because he started to get really aggressive. Okay. And this girl, let me paint a picture for you. She was probably, I want to say, like, at the very most, a hundred pounds. Oh, okay. She was tiny. She was like wafer thin, you know, okay. really, really skinny little tiny thing. Um, and she was like little too, like she was short. And so I see this guy who's like probably like five ten, bigger guy. Okay. He grabs her by the shoulders.
1: Shut the fuck up.
0: I'm not done. I am not done. He grabs her by the shoulders and then he fucking pushes her into oncoming traffic. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry. Is he still alive or did we kill him? So when I tell you that I ran like a lightning bolt, I ran like a lightning bolt.
1: Oh my god.
0: So I, and of course, this is because I've had like some liquid courage, <laughs> but, um, I run after this guy and I grab him and I push him just like what he did to this girl. And I get her, I pull her onto the street and I'm like, are you okay? She's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And this guy, he was like, okay. <laughs> Which, if nobody speaks French here, fee and means like a girl, the girl. So he's like "un she is crazy, she is crazy. <laughs> and the girl, she's talking to me. She's like, "We're from France." And I said, "I don't give a shit where you're from. Like that's not okay." And I'm like, "Are you all right?" And she's like, "I'm okay." She goes, "He's not my boyfriend." I said, "Who the fuck is this guy?" like, pardon? And she's like, he's not my boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. And I said to him, so I said, you get behind me because I take no shit, you know, especially when a girl is involved. Um, yeah. So sorry, we got cut off there. Um, as I was saying, she was like, he's not my boyfriend. And he kept saying she is crazy. And so I said to her, I said, Who is this guy? Do you know him? And she goes, I do. I do know him, but he's not my boyfriend. And I said, Who is he? And then I hear this voice off to the right. And it's this other girl. And she goes, Like this. She puts her finger up and she's sitting on a bench. And she goes, uh, It's me. He's my boyfriend. What? So it's, her and another girl sitting on a bench together. And then the girl that's standing behind me, cause I was like, I'm not leaving you. Right. So the girl that's sitting on the bench, I look at her, I like whip around. Right. And I'm like, excuse me. I said, this is your boyfriend. And she goes, yeah. I said, okay. I said, you need to find a better boyfriend (laughs) And I looked at the girl that was behind me and I said, and you need to find better friends. I said, because I'm telling you, if this was one of my girlfriends, there is no chance in hell that my boyfriend would put a finger on one of my girls. Someone would
1: die. And let me tell you, it would not be someone with a vagina.
0: Somebody would mother effing die. I would, mm, it's not appropriate to put out there on the interwebs, but I'm telling you, You would not live to see another day if you hurt one of my friends, if you even touched an eyelash on their body, no way.
1: Brushed an eyebrow hair.
0: Yeah. Like who do you think you are? And so I said to her, I said, are you going home with, with this person? And she was like, yeah, like we're all staying at a hotel together. I said, okay. I said, I recommend that you don't because Mm -hmm. I worry about you. I don't know what's going to happen to you when you leave. I said, but I'm going to stay with you until the cab comes. I said, can you please make sure that you take another cab? Like, I don't want him going with you. And she was like, no, like we're all staying at the same hotel. And I was like, okay, how about this? I said, do you want me to beat the shit out of him for you? (laughs) 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 And she was like, what? And then he starts freaking out and And he was like, oh, you don't even speak French. And I was like, bitch, I'm Canadian. I do speak French. (laughs) Je m'appelle Lydia. Yeah. And then so I don't know, like, I swear when I get drunk, all my languages come out. And so. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you speak
1: fluent French?
0: I started speaking French to him. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And then. Dr. Mrs. Bandertramp came to life. Literally. And then. So
0: my sister-in-law, she's like how do you speak French? And I'm like, this is what we learned in school, (laughs) but Oh my God, it was the craziest night. And then this is the crazy thing too, is they all left in the cab together. I stayed with them to make sure that she was safe. I rec I not recommended. I should have recommended. (laughs) I offered to beat the shit out of this guy. Cause I was like, I can take you. No problem. I was like, you wanna put your hands on a girl? I said, you try it with me. I was like, I will break you in half, motherfucker. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. So, like, we get back home, right? And I uh, like, obviously, like, D and I go to my mom's and I'm telling her about this. And she's like, one day, like, you're gonna meet somebody who's gonna try and take you on. I said, I really don't think so. I said, because I'm crazy enough where I scare people.
1: You take them out at the knees anyways, if they try. The bigger they are, the
0: harder they fall, baby. Yeah.
1: Like I, I did rugby. I know how to take (laughs) them out at the knees, take it down a one flat,
0: clean. Yeah. It doesn't take much, but yeah, uh, that's my, my first like crazy traveling story. Like I did. And I was such a rush and I was like, you know, one for the girls, one for the girls because, and you know, what pissed me off too is there were so many guys around and nobody stood up for her. Oh
1: my Nobody God. Nobody stood
0: up for her. It was me. And so shitty. and my mom, she was like, D, where were you when all of this was happening? He goes, Lydia's crazy. Like, I know she can handle herself. She's fine. Like, he like, <laughs> he's like, I was watching and he's like, I knew she was okay. She didn't need me. <laughs> I was <laughs> there for backup just in case. Yeah. I was like, you would have ruined it. Like, no, I'm yeah. good. You would have ruined was, my story. Like, get out of my face. <laughs> but um, um, yeah. So if you want to go and like get crazy in Portugal, have your back always. Oh my God. Girl's okay. So girl. speaking
1: about women and mm. traveling and being on their own and men not doing shit. Um, this is more funny than anything. Mm-hmm. So when I was traveling around Europe, anytime I had like a break from the purpose of why I was there, right. I would go backpacking. And I, there was one time where I was able to hit like seven countries in 14 days. Oh my God. Like I didn't sleep. It was great. So I went to a lot of bars, I met a lot of people, I stayed in hostels, it was great. But anytime I would drink, for whatever reason, um, any guy who, and I, like, I'm saucy, I've got some serious attitude, it Mm -hmm. just comes out, like, in all shapes. Even the guy at the gym, I looked at him, and, like, this is me trying to flirt, and I go, I think you can lift heavier. (laughs) Excuse me? That's how I flirt. (laughs) Except for me. And he's just like, "Uh, repetitions are important. I'm like, sir, you are correct, but uh, I don't know how to flirt, so thank you. Anyways, (laughs) so while I'm traveling, obviously I'm not in a gym and can't tell them they could lift heavier, so Mm -hmm. I told them I could squat them. Like, put them on my back and squat them. Do you know how many men I've squatted in a club or in a bar? Far too many. This is why you have knee problems. Pardon? This is why you have knee problems. (laughs) I have knee problems because I moved too quickly in my old age. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Um, so I've got a wild story. So I was traveling through uh, Budapest, Portugal, not Portugal, sorry, Prague, um, <laughs> and like kind of within that circumference. And mm-hmm. I think I was in, was I in Budapest? I was either in Budapest or Prague. They blend together. Mm-hmm. And so I started squatting people. That's where I started with like Prague. I was like, sir. I was literally, I had a burrito in hand and I squatted someone because he told me he was a prop. made me spit out my wine. (laughs) Okay, this man told me he was a prop in rugby. And like, I was like 200 pounds then. I was a prop. Okay,
0: what's a prop?
1: A prop is like, I'll have to send you a picture afterwards. But for those who don't know, in rugby, when you get into the scrum and there's like the two huge people and then the Mm -hmm. middle is the hooker and the hooker's got to like, kick the ball back so I was one of the big large people I had to hold like everyone up that was my purpose oh, to shit. hold people in their place because I was large and in charge so like basically people who are wide-thighed mm-hmm. and very large and like have a low center of gravity they are props so I was a perfect I literally got recruited to the team this was high school but you know nonetheless right. just to be a prop that's it they're like we don't even want you to try out you're on the team rug he she's was like a really big deal yeah. Cause well, we had nothing else. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then I remember, I think I was, yeah, I must've been Prague and mm-hmm. um, I'm like eating burritos with whoever these guys are whatever, and whatever we're talking about sports. And, um, and he told me he was a prop. I swear to you, this man was like 150 pounds soaking wet oh and God. like <sighs> lanky. And I'm like, right. you couldn't have been a prop. Like you really want to tell me you were the biggest guy on the team? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, the circumference of my thigh is your waist. Like, mm-hmm. what? So then I told him I could squat him, and I did it with a burrito in my hand. So then, you know, I kind of just went on a tangent. Um, and then I that's moved to Budapest. Sexy. Oh, I know. That's how I got all the <laughs> Um, So then I moved on to Budapest. And Budapest was a great time. I met a fellow Canadian traveler there. Um, I helped him realize he was gay. So that was fun <laughs> um, because I used to, every time I would meet someone, I'd go to a bar with them and if they would just stare at me for more than five seconds, I'd be like, you want to make out? And either it was a yes or a hard no. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so this guy was like an aggressive hard no really quickly, and I was like, "Wow, okay, a little offended, but okay." And then he goes, "I think I like guys," and I'm thinking here, like, "Sir, oh that was God. a little rude." And the next day, <laughs> because he was on a foreign exchange trip, the next day someone who was also on that trip joined us in Budapest. They ended up making out that entire night. So I was like, "Oh, okay, it's not me, great." Um. So anyways, on that second <laughs> night while we were there, I was at the point I was um I was a hoe. Full disclosure, I was a hoe. Um, Good for you. And I got to the point where I was like, I want a country count. I want to fuck guys from countries I've oh never God. fucked before. And I so I'm, I'm at the bar and I'm, you know, hanging out with the, the guy from Montreal. He's a great guy. Every time he comes to Toronto, he's like, Hey, do you wanna get some bubble tea? And I'm like, Yes. Mm-hmm. And like it's it's the most randomest thing. Um, and we just kept in touch. He even stopped where I was living because he forgot his charger at the hostel. So I picked it up for him. And then two weeks later, he's like, I'm coming through your hometown or your, the town that you're staying in. And the bus stop was like a throw of a stone. met him there with his charger, like us Canadians coming together for each other. Anyways. Um, so whatever, I'm there and I'm like chit chatting with this one guy. He's really cute and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, where are you from? He's like, oh, I'm from the States. And I was like, oh, like I've been there, done that. And I looked at his friend, that's like, standing beside him. And I was like, where are you from? And he's like, Oh, I'm from Iceland. And I was like, Yes, you are. Come with me. And that that was it. And I got to my hostel room. Oh my God. And mind you, hostel rooms are like you're sharing a bed or not a bed, sorry, you're sharing four walls with like anywhere between four to twelve people, depending on where you are. Oh my god. So I was in a I was in a 12 person room. It's like has to be after midnight at this point. And so I walk in, the guy's getting a condom from Buddy Up Front Desk, who is also a fellow Canadian. And um Oh my god. And um, so Canadians, when you meet them, at, like, outside of Canada are so nice. I know. Inside, not so much. Outside great. Yeah. great. And um, so there's a couple girls, like, still awake. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, FYI, like, we're having sex right now. So if you want to get out, now's your time. And this girl was literally arguing with me. She's like, I paid for this hostel, too. And I'm like, girl, it is $6 Canadian a night. Get out for five minutes because this man isn't going to last longer. Like. <laughs> and I'm like looking at her, and I'm like, "If you want to show, like, by all means, I don't care if you stay. I'm just giving you a warning so you can make a, a informed decision."
0: Yeah.
1: And she if was like, well, "What do you want me to hole. do?" Yeah, she's like, "What do you want me to do? Pack all my stuff and leave." And I was like, "If you want to physically remove your being for about 12 minutes, yes. But if not, welcome to the show, mind you. There's bunk beds, so like, I'm on the bottom bunk, like the bed that I was assigned was a bottom bunk, <sighs> and she was on the top, not even of the same bunk, but like her oh, friend okay. was, and he was passed out up there, so you know, he got a little." rocky so this man so I'm
0: laying if he wasn't sleeping he got like rocked (laughs) to (laughs) sleep. he did um so this guy from Iceland was
1: horrible like I literally laid there with my head just like back behind like over the um the headboard I was like this is awful so there was a guy from it was a big shame so there was a guy from Amsterdam that I was flirting with I squatted him he was I squat at the bar this guy's 6'5 five. I'm 5'3 five like when I put oh he when God. he went onto my shoulders he was standing I didn't have to move down and then I squatted and he just his feet went down and I stood up and he was still standing <laughs> like, Oh, and then, you know what he God. did afterwards? He just like looped his arms around and picked me up upside down because this man was very large i don't know what i thought i was doing but i you know i had a come to jesus moment anyways <laughs> this this guy <laughs> walks in because their flight's leaving at like 3 a.m so they're getting packed yeah, and so he walks yeah. in and he literally just like fist bumps me he's like out of girl and i was like yeah and then so this guy this iceland guy's doing his best and this, the other guy's just sitting there like looking down on me. He's like, you having a good time? And I'm like, no, not really. He's like, huh. And then the Iceland guy finished and whatever. He's like, we will meet you back at the bar. Cause it was like right across the street from the oh hostel. And I'm like, yeah, God. for sure. And then, so I'm like getting myself dressed and whatever. And I'm going to go back to the bar and get some more <sighs> drinks. And so the guy from Amsterdam goes, um, did you even get off? I was like, no. He's like, oh, that sucks. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to go back to the bar. Like I didn't say that, but I was like, you know, putting my pants on getting ready. And he goes. I'll finish you. (laughs) Just whisked me away. (laughs) Oh, my God. Let me tell you, the girl that... for you. The girl that decided to stay to do her homework was not impressed. (laughs) Who does
0: their homework in a hostel?
1: When I walked in and there was a girl still sitting there, and I told Mm. her, like, this is about to go down. If you want to leave, now
0: is the time. She (laughs) stayed. She didn't leave, and she was on a top bunk, so she had a bird's eye view. You know what? Honestly... I feel like that girl probably just like protested so that she didn't seem like a weirdo. Like I would have took her to the bar
1: <laughs> and made out with her
0: afterwards. She, maybe she probably wanted to watch. Like definitely, probably. and she's probably. probably like, I'm not. And no, I paid for this, but no, secretly she definitely wanted to watch. Probably oh anyway. God, guy was,
1: that guy was great. I still have him on Snapchat. I see his story all the time. I don't talk to him. Do you mess? Up, no, no, not interested. Um. But I do, um, I do see what he's up to in the Amsterdam life. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's oh uh, it's a lot more interesting than here. I believe it. But yeah, that's just, I was a hoe. I went for a country count. Like I would literally meet guys and be like, so oh, I'm from so-and-so. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> no, so done. how
0: many, how many countries and how many guys? I stopped counting after five. <laughs> Good for you. I've, um... why thank you.
1: And then on tropical vacations, because I've got a dump truck, it's an easy just, like, done. Mm -hmm. Just look at them. Yeah. And they're like, hello, mommy. And I'm like, yes, hello. I don't have a mommy kink. But,
0: uh, yeah. Because, you know, they want to come to Canada.
1: Literally. I had one guy try so hard to come to Canada from
0: Jamaica. And I'm like, sir, you're cute, but not that cute. So, I mean, kind of related, but not. So I don't know if anybody knows who Maluma is. I fucking love Maluma. He's a singer. Oh, okay. Colombian. So my best friend, she's Colombian, from straight out of, straight out of Colombia. Wait, I'm not your best friend. (laughs) You're one of them, (laughs) but my, my soul sister. She's from Colombia, and she's from like. Close to where Maluma's from. Anyway, so I said to her, I was like, in Spanish, how do I say, I have a big ass and, you know, I have free healthcare. If you come here and marry me, I will give you free healthcare and I'll cook for you. So she translated that message for me. How lovely. I sent it to him. Oh, I never got a response. So Maluma, (laughs) if you're listening to this bitch, I know that I am in a long-term relationship, but I'd still try it.
1: Polygamy (laughs) is accepted and you can still
0: get on the health plan with polygamy. I said said to D, I was like, so, you know, like, who's your one person that you like, you know, like if you, if you wanted to like sleep with somebody else, but famous Mm -hmm. not like you know the mom on the block like no no no. right it has to be a celebrity who would it be so he told me his and then I was like okay Maluma but it's funny because he kind of looks like him if you google a picture you'll see and like you'll be like oh they kind of look similar so I mean I guess in a way I kind of have Maluma oh and (laughs) B4D and um yeah. So you just got your dialed down version. That's okay. I manifested. So instead of a Colombian, I got a Portuguese guy. That's okay. I'm just at this point manifesting a person. <laughs> <laughs> I need a dual income
1: for my mortgage application.
0: I'll be your dual income. <laughs> I'll be your domestic partner. Oh, perfect. Great. We're buying a house, actually, yeah, a condo. Let's do it because God knows you can't do it on your own, especially oh my right in the GTA
1: i got my pre-approval
0: so within my work i work i work in finance so it's
1: very easy for me to get a pre-approval so i just Mm -hmm. emailed the right person it was under two hundred thousand
0: dollars of course yeah the fuck am i gonna buy Mm -hmm. a square literally you're not even able to buy like one of those nice fucking sheds from home depot <laughs> like no, I
1: uh I can't buy anything in the GTA. So Mm-mm. that's that. So my realtor is a gem. Um mm-hmm. I would plug him. I also don't want him to find this podcast because then he will share it with all the boys for ball hockey. Um so, <gasps> no. so um if you do need a realtor in the GTA, please contact me. And I do have a contact. He's wonderful, he's witty, he's got dry sense of humor. You want him I on your that. side. I love that. You yeah. need that. You need he's that. Great. Person. Um, back to more traveling stories. So I mm-hmm. went on a vacation. I don't know when it was, maybe 2018, call it, with uh, one of my girlfriends at the time. It was my my best friend at the time. She's also a, a fellow fair fair skin individual. Mm-hmm. And we went to Dominican. And so this yes. was uh, her first time in an all-inclusive Caribbean shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we get there. Everything's fine. We're having a good time. Um, we went. It ended up falling on Valentine's Day because that was our reading week when we were in school. Nice. Maybe it wasn't 2018 because I graduated in 2016. So whenever it was, somewhere at, between school, university, mm-hmm. and she ends up getting a boyfriend like three days before we leave. No, horrible. And she didn't tell me until we were on the plane that they were like official, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. And I was Trip like, okay, like, ruined. And I was like, that's great. Like, I hope you don't. Yeah, like I hope you can hang out with me and not your phone the whole time. So, anyways. Mm-hmm so we we get to the hotel we get everything situated we're going to the beach and i said to her i was like you want to put sunscreen on she's like no i want to get a base first we no. don't get a base no there is no base for us fair headed people um she got third degree burns on her shins day one <laughs> yeah so like we stay in the hotel like as much as possible and like we're under shade and like that's totally cool with me because like I also burn a lot and so I like the shade. So like I was, I was okay with it. Um, we had a, you know, a fine time, you know, when she would get off her phone, it was fun. Um, sure. She was glued to it the entire time. So it was shitty. Um, so, you know, we, we made the best of it. So then fast forward to a couple years later, it's, um, it's my birthday. We plan a trip to Curacao. Not sure if you've ever heard of
0: it. I have.
1: Um, lovely place. I enjoyed it. Um, there was a worker there. Big Dick. He was great. Oh, my God. I, I fuck where I go. Like, <laughs> I'm a hoe. Um, <laughs>
0: can that be our, our episode title? I fuck where I go. <laughs> yes, that's great.
1: Um, and oh my um, God. so anyways, we we get there. And um, so before we get there, she's like dating three guys at once. And I'm like, this is just, you need to pick one. And she's like dating two guys that are best friends, but because one's away at camp doing like a camp counselor shenanigans, he doesn't have, like he doesn't have his phone service and whatever. I don't know. He's in the woods somewhere. She decides to date his best friend. So that was nightmare. And then the other guy just, he's like lonely and wants attention. So she, she loves me. No, sir. So then, anyways, I'm with that lonely guy, and we're, we're shoe shopping because we're we, I became friends with him because she's like, I, I like him, and I would hey. like if you became friends with him. And I was like, no problem. I think he's an idiot, but no problem. I'll become friends. So we went to go shoe shopping. Great. I had to get something at the mall, too. Like, two birds, one stone. And I said to him, and I was like are you and my girlfriend, are you guys banging? Like, Uh is something going on? Because she was like swearing up and down, like nothing's going on with us. I'm only sleeping with so-and-so, like blah, blah, blah. Uh And I have feelings for this person. So she told all three of them that she has feelings for all three of them. And she was sleeping with all three of them, but she was lying to me. And so the white boy, who because the others were not white. So then the white boy ends up, like we get back in the car. He spilled the beans about everything. I've known this man for two months. Mm Mm-hmm he spilled the beans about literally everything. And I was like, Oh, and I was like, okay, so are you going to tell our GF that you told me or do I tell her because we're supposed to go on vacation in a week and this makes things a little taco taco. And he's like, give me 48 hours mm-hmm. and I'll tell her. I'm like, no problem. 48 hours goes by. And I'm like, Hey, did you tell her? He's like, no, you got to do it. <laughs> so I was oh, like, "Fuck, no. okay. So I just, I texted her the one day and I was like, Hey, I spoke with so-and-so and he told me everything mm-hmm. which basically told me that you were lying to me so like we need to talk about this we need to figure it out and she more or less had the attitude like the two weeks after it because she knew I was figuring it out and she didn't want to admit it I don't know if she was embarrassed or what her what her feelings were towards it but she ended up lying to me and telling me she's like I'm just too busy I don't have time for this I'm too busy I'm too busy I'm too busy and I was like really because you don't have to you're not too busy for three dicks <laughs> Fucking give me twenty minutes, pal. See, that's,
0: that's what I don't get. Just like honesty is the best policy.
1: Yeah. So I mean, she's an Aries. What do you expect? Um. And uh, so yeah. So then we had the vacation coming up, uh-huh. and I tried so hard to find someone else to get her ticket, but it's like four days notice. Right. Like so difficult. impossible. So whatever. Yeah. We end up going on the vacation together, and like to the point where I was like, uh, do we want to discuss like driving? And she's like, Well, I figured if you want to discuss it, like you would message me. Like, bitch, our flight leaves at, like, 7 a.m. We have to be at the airport at, like, 5. Like,
0: what? Oh, my God. So it was just, like,
1: shit like that. And so whatever, I pick her up because I was, like, it's easier if we just take one car. Mm-hmm. And then we go and, like, I'll give it to her. She was a champ. She's, like, it's your birthday because we went, like, on my birthday week. And she's, like, it's your mm-hmm. birthday. We're going to do whatever it is that you want to do. And I was, like, okay, I want to make sure you have fun, too. So everything's going to be, like, a mutual decision. But then we, yeah, she was just glued to her phone. It was like Dominican 2.0 all over again. And I was like, this is annoying, but like, I'll just have a fun time. So then when I was having a fun time by myself, Mm -hmm. um, I ended up, you know how like during the day, they always just like try to pull you up on, not on stage, but we're by the pool and they're dancing and whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah, They try and get you involved and like make a pool out of yourself. So I'm doing
1: literally nothing and watching her on her phone i'm reading my book whatever so i start participating in these activities Mm -hmm. and then she ends up participating which was great except the guy that runs it he goes by crazy g (laughs) i don't know what his real name is don't ask me (laughs) okay (laughs) literally no idea and so obviously he sees the dump truck behind me is trying to marry me and Mm -hmm. um so we're like chit-chatting afterwards and whatever and he's like do you and your friend want to, there's like another, um, like a local beach, if you will. And there's a bar on the beach and it's like a a dancing thing, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to go? And I asked my girlfriend, I was like, is that something you want to do? She's like, it sounds like it'd be fun. I was like, okay. she's like, do you trust these guys? I'm like, no. (laughs) But when we Google mapped Mm -hmm. where the beach was, it was a five minute walk from the hotel. So we're like, worst case, we walk back.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) So we were comfortable with that. So he told us what time to meet him, where to meet him, blah, 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 just at the front gates. And so in Curacao, they drive on the opposite side of the road and they're, um, uh. and like the steer- steering wheels on the other side of the road. So I'm hammered, absolutely belligerent. And I was like, oh my God, I want to drive. And he's like, okay. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. What? Should have got a DUI. Didn't. Got lucky. Made it to the beach.
0: Did I park in the sand? Yes. <laughs> Oops. We go there. Girl, you're it's a fun time. arrested. Pardon? you're lucky that you weren't arrested i don't think the police exist there so oh okay.
1: i think we're okay um and we drove like not even a kilometer so i got very lucky so he brought a friend because she was all i think i can't remember oh she was like deciding who she wanted to date so i was like she's technically single so like oh, flirt I all roll. you want she will let you know uh-huh <laughs> thing and i was more interested in the one that was talking to her because he was a little better looking but i was like this guy's also good looking so i'm like I'll see what i can get so happy birthday charlotte um and um so we're like whatever we're leaving and like we get to the point where we're like in the water like ew Like, get me out of here so we leave and we're i think we're leaving so i'm so it's in the night like, you
0: guys are in the water together yeah and you're drunk
1: yeah like I'm ready to go I literally double-fisted everything that night
0: you're a champ and but you're so little like oh my god
1: no I was still quite large then no but you're like very short yeah like I'm, in I'm short but I was I was a little, little. I was stumpy I'm stumpy so there was enough enough room for all the alcohol in there and uh they would go to the bar like the guys would go to the bar they'd pick mm-hmm. up like x amount of drinks and I would just double fist them all like just like guzzle beers and like they were just like who are you anyways the one thing that I remember about that night we're getting ready to leave I think we're getting ready to leave apparently we're not um Uh And so crazy, crazy G starts putting on the moves, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "I'm here for it. I'm ready, willing, and able." Oh my god! I Heard,
0: understood, acknowledged.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so we're like making out, doing whatever. And then he's like, "Do you want to go in the back seat?" I'm like, yeah. Do I just not flop into the back seat? like the oh, like a whale? Like I just. Fl- and I remember this man looking at me dead in the eye, dick in hand, going. Do you want to like maybe help me out first? (laughs) Excuse me. How about you help me out,
0: bitch? No, no, because
1: we went from literally making out to I took my pants off and went to the backseat. I'm like, I'm ready. And he was like, Oh, that should be enough in my books. (laughs) And then, oh no, like he was, he was hard. He just wanted a hand. Like he just, that's all he wanted. So I gave him like a a couple pumps and I was like, all right, that's enough. Let's, let's, let's proceed. Let's let's proceed forward. Thank you. Um, and then for like three <laughs> years following that, he tried to come to Canada. So
0: no, <laughs>
1: crazy. If you're listening to this, you're still not coming to Canada. I'm so sorry. Crazy G. <laughs> crazy G, my guy. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> That's so good. I've, got, oh, I've good. got plenty of more of those up my sleeve. <laughs> oh my god. That is so friggin' funny. Oh my god. Yeah. And this is memory because so i was looking at pictures like you know trying to prepare myself for this this traveling podcast and uh, when i was looking at pictures i realized there was a picture of me and some like old dude Mm -hmm. not like old like our father old but like i was 16 he would have been like 30 like so he was old right he was old to you yeah you were a child literally a child and i vividly remember him telling me he rented a moped and he took me in the middle of the night on this moped and drove me around cuba and we stopped at the gas station there was a man beating his wife at the gas station and i (gasps) cried
0: okay how did you not die i don't honestly i don't know because like i don't know you have some like crazy guardian angels or something or like my dad was still alive then i know like whatever deity was looking after you i don't i don't know what you have done in your past life but you obviously have good karma and let me tell you my dad used to sleepwalk and we mm. had
1: adjoining rooms and so when my dad was sleepwalking and he woke up and came to check on me and my friend and i wasn't there he was a little confused but uh he chalked it up to to sleepwalking and and realizing maybe it was early like it was still like 9 10 o'clock type of thing and maybe we were just at the uh at the free buffet <laughs> that would happen at 9 10 o'clock and cuz we, we would do that You're and me yeah. And I don't know how I didn't die. I don't, I don't understand, but I went on a moped ride around, you know, Veradero, Cuba, at wee hours of the night with some man that looked like a lizard.
0: <laughs> no, oh God. Like,
1: nothing about him was attractive. Nothing,
0: I'm nothing so- about him. And I'm not saying this. I just want to say like for the people out there, I'm not saying this because like, you know, women should police themselves and behave differently to avoid like having things happen to them. That's not my point. But what I'm saying is, is people are fucking crazy and you have no idea. And like, just be mindful. I'm my youth was very reckless. I mean, your frontal lobe was not developed No, So there's, I mean,
1: even like the three years ago in Europe, still very reckless.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, so we had gone to Mexico and, um, I was 16. We brought my, my parents allowed me to bring a friend or yeah, two friends. No, one friend. I had one friend that came who has two friends. (laughs) 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 Who? So, um, one friend had come to Mexico with us and we had gone to like one of those evening shows that they have. Right. So there had been like these two guys that were like always chatting with us. And anyway, so they had um, stayed afterwards and they were like, you know what, we get off in like an hour or two. Do you want to come down to the beach maybe? And my stupid ass. I was like, yeah, I do. Cause I love the friggin' ocean. Absolutely. <laughs> I do. Sand. I,
1: I wonder what the sand feels like yeah, at night.
0: <laughs> I want to go to the ocean. I want to like, hang out with some boys. No. So my friend will call her, um, Lisa just for the sake of the story. Lisa was like, Lydia, you are not Freaking going with these guys, and I'm like, "Why? What's the problem?" And she's like, "You're so stupid." <laughs> she lost her shit. We were 16. Oh and my she's god! Like, well, you are not going to the beach alone with these guys that you do not know in Mexico. She's like, "They are going to behead you." Oh my god! <laughs> or they're gonna sell you. So uh, anyway, we didn't go. Um, They were very nice people, though. Well, that's good. Um, but I'm very glad that Lisa you know, talk some sense into me because who knows how that night could have ended. Yeah. Because my parents didn't know where we were. They didn't know what we were doing because we were, we were together, you know. There's right. Safety in numbers. But yeah, mm-hmm. you are so lucky. I'm very lucky. And the
1: older I get, even just like my perusing around Europe, the older I get, the more I realize like how I I don't want to use the word lucky because that implies that like
0: mm-hmm.
1: women need luck in order to travel safely. Yeah. Yeah. But- like how naive I was is just impressive because now yeah. like I would love to travel South America. I would love to. And I look more European than South American on any given day. Yeah. So I blended in when I traveled mm-hmm. so I could walk down the street without someone literally just pointing out that I was a traveler. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I want to backpack South America, like I'm like, I need to go with a man that yeah. like I wouldn't even want to go with like another woman. Because honestly, I just think I wouldn't be safe enough. Like we would not be safe enough.
0: No. And like, I'm not fluent in Portuguese. Like I can get by. I, I understand a lot more than I speak, mm-hmm. um, but there is, and I mean, my entire family is in Brazil, right? There's absolutely 0% chance that I would go to Brazil right now. Yeah. There's no chance. It's so dangerous. It's so that- dangerous, especially oh like gosh. in the big cities, um, like even in like like the, you know, more like rural areas. Right. It's like it's scary. Like where my mom's from, she's from like south of Brazil, like more okay. southern area. So she's she's considered a gaúcha, which is like a cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> <She's> southern. <laughs> um. So people like when they hear her talk, they're like, "Oh, you have like a southern accent," which is I find just so funny. Oh um. Gosh. But yeah, like even there, where like she's not from a big city and like it's dangerous. I just, yeah, would not recommend. Oh. But that's just me. Um, I wouldn't even travel with a man.
1: There's really? No, mm-mm. Okay. No. You know,
0: I trust your opinion more than I trust the internet. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, like, of course, like, and this is the thing too. And I don't want to paint people with like a negative brush. Um, It's just like more so being cautious. And I think, you know, um, because my family's from there, uh, like for example, like being accosted is like a very, it's a reality. Um, my uncle, yeah. So like, you can't wear any gold, like no necklaces, no rings, no jewelry. You can't have your phone out. People like my cousin, he and I were talking and he's like, you know, my life is worth my phone. He's like, people will kill me for my phone. What? Yeah.
1: That's Um, wild.
0: Like, I know. And it's so crazy to think about that here. Cause it's like, you walk down the street, like, you know, walking downtown Toronto all weekend and, you know, I didn't feel like I needed to like hold my bag close to me or that I needed to hide my phone in my pants, nothing like that. But, um, yeah, in Brazil, like it's a really, it's a, it's a reality. My uncle, what he would do, he had my aunt. So like, uh like a secret pocket in his okay. pants. So because being accosted at a stoplight is so like, it's just it's so common. So what he had or has is a fake wallet with money in it. Oh. So when he gets stopped, people put a gun to your head, give me your money. You're at a stoplight. Where can you go? You're stuck in traffic. Right. So he gives them his fake wallet and his real wallet and is in his pants.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yeah. So it's crazy. I know. It's just like the reality that, you know, the other half of the world lives with, I think that we're so privileged. Yeah. That would be the word, you know, very privileged to live in a country where, you know, it's not like you have to worry to that extent while walking down the street or going to get groceries or picking your kid up from school fuck man my cousin was murdered a couple of years ago in her home what in her home what the fuck yeah it's fucked up it's a fucked up place my, oh my cousin God. she moved my one of my cousins she moved to argentina and mm-hmm. she was there and she moved back to brazil and she's like i can't do it i can't live in argentina the crime rate is so high a woman dies there every 18 hours Pardon A woman me. is murdered every 18 hours in Argentina. Argentina was the first place I wanted to go. So yeah. There's thank no you for that reality way. check. There's no way. There's no way. Mm-mm. I would not go. No, but that's just me, right? Like there's millions of people that travel there all the time and have absolutely no issues. So, yeah. um, it's just, you know, being cautious and smart and being aware of your surroundings. But then again, crazy people everywhere right
1: yeah like the the upper hand that i had when i was in europe is that english is a spoken language there it's Mm -hmm. one of many Mm -hmm. uh but more or less if you're in a group of someone or you go somewhere you find someone that speaks english like even when i was in um in spain i was in barcelona yeah and i was walking i had a satchel on my satchel like normally in canada your satchel hangs behind you like kind of on your back or on your side Well, and I had these women come up to me, older women, like could be our mom's age. Mm-hmm. And they were speaking, must have been Spanish to me because it wasn't English. Mm-hmm. And they they literally were telling me to move my satchel in front of me. And yeah. I was like, what? I don't understand. And one of the women, like she like was using her hands and was like calmly and she just moved it. And she said, basically said, okay. And like walked away. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so like, yeah, I I had that advantage where I imagine in South
0: America, they would just rip it off me. Like nobody's business. So we can finish on this story because we don't have much time left, but, um, it kind of goes along with like what we're talking about. So again, another Portugal story while we were there, Um, we had gone to the beach and like, it's, there's a bajillion beaches, but this, this one particular beach, I can't remember the name of what it's called, but we went to this beach and there's all these castles there and they're all lit up at night. So we wanted to go see these castles because who doesn't sound very pretty, another effing castle. It's gorgeous. So we went there. Um, and long story short, we're just walking around. We're like walking back to the car. And again, like I said earlier, I'm not fluent in Portuguese. And also Portugal, Portuguese is very different than Brazilian Portuguese. Like I've okay. had a difficult time understanding it. Now it's gotten a little bit better because like I've been around Dee's family for so often, but like, it's not what I'm used to. Um, so anyway, we were walking on this, it's a train platform, but okay. it kind of looks similar to like when you're going into a subway platform, like in Union Station, for example, like you're walking okay. through there, you're like, there's like these underground kind of tunnels, you're under the street, basically, and you're walking through these tunnels, like, and then you walk up all these different stairs to get on a platform to then take the train, right? So we're walking, and we're, again, trying to get back to the car, and we hear these voices. And... I'm like freaking out because I can't understand them. And they sound like just really unhinged. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they were really rowdy. They sounded like they were hammered. Like they were really riled up, you know? And I say to D and I'm like, what is going on? And his brother is like, you know, I feel very safe with both of them. Like they're both big guys. I'm safe with them. And anyway, but I, I looked at D and I looked at his brother all for the sake of the story. His name is Johnny. So I look at Johnny and he's like, he looks nervous. Oh, that's not good. Mm -mm. And so it's me, D Johnny and his girlfriend. So her name is Maria, of course, because whose name isn't Maria. Um, (laughs) And so Johnny says to me and Maria you guys get in between D and I. We'll walk on the outside. You guys walk in the middle, and like we held each other. And then like D and Johnny put their arms around us, and we're walking. And D whispered to me, he goes, "Don't speak English. Keep your head down. Don't say a word." And I'm wow. Like, oh my fucking god. We're gonna. Is get this harder. a movie? I swear. I had my heart was racing. I-, I was gonna cry. And he said, if something happens, he goes, "I want you and Maria to run." And I'm like I don't want to leave you (laughs) okay Liam Neeson where are you I know and he was like if like these guys try and do anything he's like you run because at that point Johnny had like directed us up to the stairs and he's like we can get out from here we won't have to deal with them it was the wrong set of stairs oh no we walk up this platform we're trapped there's nowhere to go we'd have to jump down into the train tracks which is like a subway track it's very right. similar it's very deep very deep so we'd have to jump down there which is like a four foot five foot jump if not more and then try and make our way back up
1: how onto- would you climb
0: that well exactly right so oh my god yeah so we're on this platform and johnny's like shut up don't say a word either of you girls be quiet and he's like we might have to fight our way out of here oh my and, god I,
1: I would try to fight with
0: them but and he was like these guys are looking for a fight like I can hear it and so my heart's racing and I'm like about to cry I'm holding Maria's hand and I'm like what are they saying and she's like shut up don't oh speak
1: And that's so tough too, because it's in a language where you're not really understanding the situation, but you know, it's not good.
0: Yeah. And like, they're so rowdy. Like I, I couldn't under, I couldn't make out anything. And I said to my mom, I said, now I understand what it's like to be an immigrant in this country. And (gasps) I said, I've been so, again, we talk about privilege, talk about that. And I've been so privileged that, you know, I was born here and, you know, yes, I have that like effect uh or like experience from like my family and whatever but at the end of the day i'm very privileged that i've grown up here and this is my life but um she was like shut up don't say a word and she's like if like like if something happens we run and so d like you go you girls run like you make it back to the car so they're like we're in this in between them and then Johnny was like we're gonna try and just like walk down the stairs like nothing's happening so we start to like make our way back to the stairs and then these two guys, they come up and they're staring at us and then they were young. Thank God. But I mean, who knows, but they were, they were bloody.
1: <gasps> One
0: had a black eye Oh my goodness. Had a bloody face. And I was like, Oh my God. So they've already had the shit kicked out of them. Oh my, someone already took the fight. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So Johnny's like, let's go. Like, fast. Let's go. So we hightail it out of that area. Oh my God. And I, I said to it was like, Oh my God. I said, I've never been so scared in my life. And again, like I said, like I, I know what it's like, how like people that come to Canada and don't understand what people are talking about. Like, it's just such a horrible feeling and it's just so like, you just feel so helpless. Um, but yeah, like Shit gets crazy, and oh my God, That's so yeah, bring a translator with you, <laughs> literally. But I don't want to
1: end this on a bad note. Okay, so I'm going to end this on a happy note. Okay, I went to Denmark. Uh-huh. I had a great day in Denmark. Well, not a great day, a great couple of days. I got off the train. I found a Starbucks for the first time in a very long time, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> I've got two, two quick stories to end us off on a good note. And so I'm in Denmark, I'm in my hostel, I meet these two girls, my hostel, it ends up we're on the same the next day, we're on the same walking tour. Mm -hmm. We leave the walking tour early, we go to the castle, we like, we just, we know what we want to do. So we go and do it. We end up at the place that sells the, it's like the world famous Danish. Oh, nice. So we end up there and we have, and it's like a little, it looks like a little tea party room. So we sit there with our, our warm beverages and our our state of the art and very expensive Danish. And it's filled with everything filled with all delicious things. Mm -hmm. And we have a great time. And then we, we walk out of there and we find the equivalent of street meat and we had a good day. And those are my girl pals while I was there. And then last good story. Well, I was on like, I called it like a 14 day bender because I was backpacking for 14 days straight. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I showered once. And um, for you. well, I did shower. Um, so mm-hmm. as I was planning it, Berlin was one of my stops. My stepdad's from Berlin. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I told my mom, my stepdad, like where I was going in the event. I did oh, not man. return. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, um, And so my stepdad goes, Oh, you're going to Berlin. Okay. You can stay with my mom. I was like, Oh, <laughs> like, pardon. <laughs> I can see with who? And um, he goes, yeah, I'll call my mom. And then like gets off the phone. That was it. And the next day he calls me. He's like, so um, my mom's expecting you on the days that you told me you were going to be in Berlin. Here's her address. I was like, yeah. what?
0: And now so I it was like, go.
1: I was like, okay, Um, I'm glad it's going to save me some money. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I just went, whatever day I was there, my first day I did whatever I was doing and during my day and like later in the not later in the evening, but like late afternoon, I took the S Bahn and I uh, I showed up to the house and there was a house in the front and a house in the back. And the house oh in God. the front, he told me specifically, was his his sister and her husband. And they were the house in the back. So I pressed all of the buttons <laughs> on the thing. Uh didn't know what I was going to get. I met his brother-in-law and uh, and then I met his parents. And they were lovely. They lived in Canada for 15 years. So they spoke English. So it was Mm. fine. That was the first time on my like little trip that I had a room to myself that I, she's like, do you you need your laundry done? She did all my laundry, even the clothes on my back. She offered me a nightie. I went in the shower. I had a double bed to myself hmm. And then so because his dad worked for the equivalent of the TTC, they have like the S-Bond, the U-Bond. I don't know what their transit system's called, mm-hmm. but he was retired. So in his retirement package, him and his wife both got like a, a lifelong transit membership. Nice. And it's like it's basically like a presto card. It doesn't really have a name on it. Like they don't check name. They just check to make sure you tapped on. Right. So she let me borrow her transit pass the entire time I was there. Wow. And every day I was there for, for two nights, three days. And, um, every day that I was there and I would come down in the morning. And so his dad was more the cook and, and the mom was more of like the, uh, the, the fixture upper, if you will. Okay. And so every day they would, they had breakfast. And uh, they would breakfast ready for when I was up and alive and they would fill the table with delicious food.
0: I love that. they would ask
1: me what I was doing and you know what my plans were for the day. They would offer suggestions and they asked me what time I would be coming back so they could have dinner on the table ready for me for what time I said I was coming back at. They're like, if you want to come back at four o'clock, if you want to come back at six o'clock, at eight o'clock, like whatever time you want to come back, we will have dinner ready for you. I love them. I, his dad passed a couple of years ago. It was the oh. saddest thing. The year after his mom came to to Canada and it was a wonderful reunion.
0: Oh, that's so and nice. It was so
1: lovely. I ended up meeting his sister uh-huh. and his brother-in-law. And so my stepdad was alive when the Berlin wall fell. Oh shoot. So in the tour that I went on, the tour guide said, if you know anyone, ask them where they were when the wall fell. Like it literally yeah. didn't fall, but like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I asked the step this or not, sorry, the the brother-in-law and I mm-hmm. said where were you when the wall fell? Because we're all just like kind of sitting there having a drink and, and whatever. And so he doesn't speak a lot of English, but the parents do, so they're translating. So more mm-hmm. or less, it said, um, he was out with my stepdad and they were out at the bar and doing mm-hmm. their thing and they came home and on the other side of the wall, there was a certain type of car that was made. It wasn't made on their side. They've never, they only heard of it. They only, it was like a rumored car. Wow. So when they got home, all of a sudden they see many of these parked on the street. And they're like, wow, we must be really fucked up. We took a lot of drugs. Like, we must be really fucked up. And we're seeing this. And they're like, are you seeing this? Are Mm -hmm. you like, both of them are just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Only to wake up the next morning and the Berlin Wall had fell. And people they haven't seen in years, like long distance family members they haven't had contact with in years who just got stuck on that side of the wall, they were able to reconnect. And so the next day I called my stepdad and I was like, is this actually what happened? I was like, or was he just lying? Oh my he's God. like, no. And then whatever the car name is, I can't remember what it's called. He's like, even to this day, he's just like, if I hear about it or I see a picture of it, it just, it makes me remember. Mind you, he's mildly racist. So he's oh not too, God. he's not too sentimental about it, but he just thinks it's like, it's cool that he mm-hmm. was alive during. And he's, I think he turned 60 this year mm-hmm. to think that he's turning 60 and like he was of drinking age when the Berlin wall fell. I know. How wild is that? Yeah. That's wild. But anyways, just, his parents are very lovely. Well, his dad was very lovely. His mother is so bless her heart. I'm trying to convince him to get her to move to Canada. But
0: <laughs> do it. Come to Canada. The rest
1: of the family is in um in Germany still. So and actually it works out that he might be going to Germany for work soon. So oh, well then like we're going. Yeah, that's why I said I was like, Does your mom want company? Do they still have the house? <laughs> He's yeah. Like, yeah, they're. Oh, I should have said their whole upstairs mm-hmm. is a loft.
0: That's beautiful. So well, then we they have a
1: place to stay. Yeah. So they moved their master bedroom to the main floor just because they were getting old and right, and it was a little easier. So when I stayed with them, I had a whole floor. That's amazing. Oh my god, god
0: I want to them. go back. Well, I love that. Well, well, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to, to our to...
1: German listeners.
0: Yes, Dunka. Thank Not you sure. for listening to episode four of iced coffee and margaritas. And uh, we love having you guys. Um, also, I just want to give a quick shout out to our girlfriend that, um, made some discoveries today. Her name is Angelie. <laughs> <laughs> and you're too good. You're too good, my girl. You are too good. I want to shout out her page because she has a small business. And I think that's super important that people support each other. Um, so her page on Instagram is Angie Doodles D. So A N G I E D O D L E S D I. Angie Doodles D. Give her a follow. Uh, and yeah, we should definitely, we should put it in the
1: comments with our Twitter, Twitter handles. We are, we're going to do that for sure. So, I told you, Ange, you're getting plugged. Yes. <laughs> her work's right. great. I've had her do many things and yes. I would pay her all of my money. And every
0: she's day. not only that, but she's just like the sweetest angel. So she bless your heart, <laughs> bless your heart. Well, well, have a good night and remember um, to drink your water and, uh, unclench your jaw and, uh, beautiful reminder that you have survived a hundred percent of your bad days so keep going it was also a no bones day but we'll try again tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) bye-bye bye -bye. Bye. Bye bye-bye ciao thanks bye -bye.